Hey, everybody. Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. I am really excited because today we have one of the best female professional dropshippers on the planet. We are fortunate to have Nazarati as a special guest on the show. She is absolutely crushing it in dropshipping and is quickly becoming an internet personality. For those of you in dropshipping, you need to get to know who Naz is because she's a multi-million dollar producer with $25,000 days dropshipping and is totally living the laptop lifestyle. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your bank account grow fat. Naz is one of the fastest growing professional drop shippers, delivering value weekly on YouTube, showing exactly how she runs and scales her drop shipping business. Before my eyes, she's been sharing juicy tips and strategies for aspiring drop shippers to sink their teeth into, all while keeping it real the whole time. Time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of her time, and I'm so happy to have her on the show today. Naz, thanks for joining us. How's it going? Well, thanks for having me. It's going great. How are you? Awesome. Hey, I'm doing great. Really excited. And I just wanted to mention in building up leading to this uh, interview that a lot of women, aspiring women looking to get into e-commerce is really looking forward to this episode. So I'm really glad to have you on the show today. Yeah, I'm very excited. Honestly, I'm so excited to get more females into the game because I don't see so many girls still starting dropshipping. I get a lot of messages still from um, girls. They're like, oh, I always wanted to get started, but I just wasn't sure if it's right for me. So it's, I'm kind of excited about this. Ah, uh, this is great stuff. Great stuff. Well, you know what? For the audience, I was wondering if you could share your journey into dropshipping. Well, uh, do you want me to start from before I started or how yeah. I got into it? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, even before. Okay. Well, when I, when, the reason I got into dropshipping, I, I wasn't planning to dropship. Clearly, I, I feel like most people that get into it, they just hear from it from someone and they just get into it and then they figure that it's it's one of the best ways to actually get into internet marketing to make money and all that uh before i started uh, drop shipping i was working at a gym uh, i was doing sales and i i actually loved what i was doing the reason i didn't want to work anymore was because i was working 12 hours a day and i was wow. working crazy amount of hours the only, and I'm in my early 20s, right? So in my early 20s, I'm working Monday through Saturday. The only day that I have off is Sunday. So I'm, I'm spending wow. all my time thinking, like working basically. So at the time yeah. I was thinking, what am I doing? All my friends are like doing, having fun. They're going to places. I'm making some money, but I'm not really enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was looking for, that, looking for that freedom. Most people that get into, you know, they, they get into starting a business. I feel like it's a, either money, freedom, or they want status, right? For me, it was freedom. I wanted to have that freedom to do whatever I wanted to do, right? Awesome. So, yeah. yeah, that's how I got into it. And I, uh, yeah, I started drop shipping. And then first, clearly the first couple of months, I didn't see crazy results. I tested everything. And eventually I... Once I found my first winner, that's when I knew I'm, I'm just going to make this a full-time job. Wow. Wow. That's great. And so was dropshipping actually like the first thing into e-commerce and online business or was there anything before? Well, I was, so I was working on this. So my background is fitness, right? So I was uh -huh. trying to learn Facebook ads for uh, starting a fitness business. And uh, when I was learning Facebook ads, I came across dropshipping, right? Because uh, clearly the first method to get traffic for dropshipping is Facebook ads, at least for me. And uh, when I learned that, I was like, I, I could just start selling a product. So I figure out later I, if I want to sell a service, right? And then at that point, I just liked the way dropshipping was and how automated it could be. And then I yeah. think that's one of my favorite things compared to having service, like starting with a service-based uh, uh, business is that you can automate the dropshipping business so much faster than any other businesses. Yeah. And totally leading to that passive income to a certain extent. Exactly. Get your yes. system right. Yeah. Yes. Man, that's awesome. And then I remember catching that like throughout the journey that first year. What what was your revenue like the first year? I thought this was awesome. It was about it was about half a million. But not gonna lie, I I hate being one of those people saying, "Oh, that that's my like my number," and not talk about the uh, what the uh, basically profit was. My profit was probably less than 20%. So I mean, uh -huh. still money, still money. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, still good money. But 
I don't want to be one of those people saying, oh, I made this much because it, that's the whole thing is not profit. My profit was less than 20%, probably I would say between 15 to 20%. And then, uh, yeah, started from there. And then you, slowly you just get to know what, what you're doing with your business and then grow it and then improve the profit margin. Yeah. And what year was that? Was that back in... 2016? That's in 2000, between 2016 and 17. Yeah. Wow, man, that's awesome. In your journey there. So as, as you led into, you said that it took you, was it a couple of months, you know, diving into it and then you started yes. to see sales? Yeah. Maybe describe so that first, for the audience. Yeah. The first couple of months I was not committed fully because I, I didn't believe it's real. Just like anybody <laughs> else, I feel it's a real thing, right? Like when you get into it, you see people showing they're like, oh, it's a scam. There's no way you can make money like that, right? Uh-huh. It's just like a thought that we have. But the thing is, once you get results, you, you, your doubts go away, right? You're like, oh, this is actually real. You can actually make money like this. Yeah. Um, the first couple of months, I was not fully committed just because I didn't believe it could, it could happen. But then I saw a lot of people talking about it. And uh, once uh, I started testing products, and I think it was my 20th product that uh, took off. And, and I, the first first product, I made probably 10000 in profit. And that, at that point, I was like, this is real. This is actually happening. I can do this. I can make this a full-time job. Wow. And so for the audience, hopefully you just caught that little tidbit there, which is that she was testing onto her 20th product and in testing yes. 20th product, then finally reaching a, a profit. So, you know, for most people, you know, when they're entering in, they might get discouraged after, you know, trying the first yes. few or a handful, uh, but maybe speak to that as, as far as being persistent because, uh, it's all about testing. 100%. And I think that's number one reason people actually fail in dropshipping. Um, every time I get a lot of messages, people asking me, I spend $1,000, $2,000. And then the first question I ask them is, how many products have you tested? And they said, they tell me three, four. And it just <laughs> makes me want to cry. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't, like you can't just focus on one product, especially when you get to getting started, you don't know what works and what doesn't, right? When you're getting started, you don't know what's selling, what doesn't sell. And I, honestly, after a while, I would say after, let's say you have two, three products, you kind of got to get an idea and you might be able to tweak the video from one product to make it, uh, make it work. But in the beginning, I would say just test a lot of products. And then yeah. after a while, you get an idea. Once you get that one product that is selling, you get an idea of what is selling and what is not selling. And then you become yeah. basically, I, I call it, you, you graduate from being a beginner to an intermediate. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. There's definitely levels. And yeah. fast forwarding to, to this point, maybe paint the picture for the audience level of success that you're doing now with, with your dropshipping business. Uh, so now, um, well, I have a business partner now because I'm working on a couple other things too. Cool. And uh, yeah, so... We, one thing is Facebook and, uh, Facebook and dropshipping and everything, they're a little bit more strict about advertising. So I had really like, for example, last month, uh, was it last, yeah, last month was that when I hit my 25,000 a day and that's when I, right after I got shut down by Facebook and then, <laughs> oh, wow. it's just like crazy. Like, I don't know if it's because you scale too fast or what it is, but I didn't have these kind of problems. Like when I started, you know, like I, I had no problems with like scaling in one, one store, one Facebook ad account, but I mean, we're still scaling right now. We're uh, probably, we're just uh, working on a new store um, yeah. after getting shut down the last <laughs> month. But we're, yeah, we're working on a new store and we're currently doing about two, $3,000 a day just because we're not scaling yet. Just because again, we're uh, low in inventory, but once our supplier gave us the, okay, we're planning to get this to, Probably, I'm hoping to get it to 40000 a day. That, that's been my goal for the last six months. Man. And then I'm trying to get it to 40000 a day. So we'll see how it goes. As long yeah. as I get the okay from my supplier that I can scale, up, I'm going to go for it. That's awesome. And and maybe even touch on that, because I remember uh, even, even catching that you've been working... Uh, you know, with the supplier, because at, at yeah. the scale that you're working with, even those type of numbers, that's awesome. So, I mean, if it's two, $3,000 days without even scaling as yet, yeah. uh, that, <laughs> that's awesome, number one. And then number two, knowing that, hey, when you're ready to turn on scaling, that, uh, you know, you have a goal in, in the tens of thousands of dollars per day, but you right. need to make sure that, you know, your supplier is on board with, with that. Right. You know, maybe, maybe uh, touch on that uh, for the audience that because sometimes, you know, if people are having some success, they're not really thinking about that 
that's that. right right so like i feel like one of my biggest struggle been exactly just the, um, besides facebook ads been working with a good supplier and then that's one reason i i don't use aliexpress anymore i i quit aliexpress a while ago i still test wow. aliexpress but but i don't scale on aliexpress the reason is just because um most a lot of suppliers in aliexpress would tell you that let's say for example they ship the item but they they haven't like one thing people actually don't know people suppliers on aliexpress they're drop shippers themselves so mm. they are the middlemen so when you when you have like let's say you have seven eight orders for example they wait till they get 50 orders then they go to the actual supplier and order and then send it to the person so it, they could take wow. a long time and then taking a long time can really really hurt your business it could hurt your uh, basically your PayPal goes on hold, your uh, merchant account can shut you down. And that's a, that's one of the things that you really don't want to happen to you. So that's one, yeah. one, one of my main reasons I work with a supplier is that when I work with a supplier, let's say I have 20, 30 orders, I put the orders every night and then they update the tracking every single night and they, they ship the items the next day. So actually yeah. from my, my shipping time right now is between seven to 10 days, which is great. That's and awesome. I, yeah. I don't do e-packet anymore either. I use USPS. And it's a dollar more, two dollars. I'm not sure how much, but I'd rather pay that rather than getting, you know, having problems in my business. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that man, that's really great. Now, let's say if we take a step back, even for like the newbies getting started, you know, should they be fearful about using AliExpress or would that be okay? Honestly, not when you're testing, because when you're testing, it doesn't matter. Your merchant and PayPal would give you uh, problems when you're, let's say you're having 50 to 100 orders a day. And they're all delayed. You know, you shouldn't worry about like two, three, four, five, five <laughs> a day, you know, yeah. like at one point that you know, you have a winner and your assets are getting consistent sales. I would say between 20 to 30 a day consistently, then I would start thinking about working with a supplier because they actually have minimum orders that you need to work with. I think they, some, they say you have to have 50, some say they have, you have to have 30 a day. And it has to be consistent. Otherwise, they wouldn't actually work with you. Wow. Really good. Now, for the audience, hopefully you caught on to that because Naz has the strategy so you can see how she's laying it out where she has a, a, a testing system in place and then a scaling system in place, which is just really awesome. So so for the audience, and especially if you're just getting started, that you can work with, with AliExpress with the, with the mindset of, you know, you're testing out products to find that winner. And when you start getting those sales, then you're moving into, into that scaling mode. And then that's where you want to start thinking more about, you know, finding the right supplier to work with and things like that. Man, that is awesome for sure. Treating your business like a business. That's how you do it. So that, exactly. <laughs> that's really great stuff. Now, you know what? I'm actually curious. So like at the level that you're crushing it at in running your business, what, what does a day in your life look like? Maybe you could paint that picture for the audience. A day in a life. <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a dog. So every morning when I wake awesome. up, my, my husky wakes me up like around 6 a.m. My dog's right you. here right now next to really? me. Really? What kind of dog do you home? have? Of a German Shepherd. His name is. Oh Terry. my god! That was Just... my second option. If I did husky, <laughs> I did see your husky. He's like really cute. Boy or girl? It's a girl. Girl, awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! The dogs are the best. Yeah. So yeah, early in the morning, usually my husky wakes me up around six a.m. Not telling people that you need to wake up at six a.m., but that's when she usually starts singing and waking me up. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. That's cute. Yes. Yes. And then uh, we go for a walk. We get coffee. I go to the gym. I get a couple hours of work done. I talk to my VAs, tell them what they need to get done uh, for the day to my email person, my video editor, and everybody that kind of my team. I talk to them early in the morning and then I get a couple more hours done. I like to go to the beach when nobody's out there. So I go around two, three. Um, and then I get nice. back when I know I don't like to be out when it's too busy out. So I get back home right around five, six when everybody's basically getting off work. So I yeah. get back home to get more work done. So I kind of like, like to take my break when every, when it's quiet out there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And in the workspace. So like related to like running your business, paint that picture for the audience, working on scaling ads or so scaling is easy. Let's just be real scaling. You don't really need to do much. I just tweak the Facebook ads a little bit at night. Um, and I have, uh, I basically, I don't do much. I, at night 
Um, I basically every single night I, I submit the orders. It takes about two minutes to my supplier and then my supplier uh, updates the tracking. When it comes to testing, at the same time, I like to test. I have someone testing products for me. So what I do, I do product research once a week. Uh, I dedicate like two hours to it to do my own product research. I, this is one thing I still do just because I don't think uh, a lot of people know what sells, what it doesn't. So I, I don't outsource that. Uh -huh. And uh, I do my product research. I have about 20 products together. I send it to my product testing person. And then she basically sets up all my uh, ads. So she has, I have an ad account for testing where she has access to it. And then she basically set up every, all the products for me on that ad account. And That's then, awesome. uh, basically, yeah, I test products 20 to 30. Depends if I'm scaling one product or two products, it really depends every week. And then if I'm not scaling anything at the time, then I, I test more because I want to get it when I. Wow. Wow. So yes. hopefully the audience can totally see, you know, this picture, the way, Naz has it set out, treating her business like a business and, exactly. and having, having people work in different aspects of it and then freeing your time up. So like, you know, you got a system in place for testing. So yes. you don't have to be the one to do that because, you know, you already laid out, you know, your own system yes. and how it works for you, which is awesome. Exactly. I mean, clearly in the beginning, you'll be doing everything yourself. You don't have to overwork yourself trying to test, let's say 50 products a week, but uh, the faster you test, the faster you're going to find a winning product. And um, yeah. uh, I'm just about results. So like, I like to outsource things, even if it's going to cost me a little bit more. I know long-term, I'm going to make more money investing in good people and a good team. Oh, that's awesome. Very well said, for sure. You know, one thing that caught my eye when I was, when I was looking at your profile was the, that helicopter uh, story. <laughs> tell, tell the <laughs> what's the story behind the helicopter? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what helicopter story? Which one? <laughs> Which one? You got more than one? Well, no, it's I, not I mine. The helicopter is not mine. Clearly, I just <laughs> yeah. rent it out sometimes for fun. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, are you <laughs> talking about? That. Are you talking about jumping yeah. out of it or? Uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I do like thrill. Like I like I like. Uh, I mean, I like. <laughs> I like exciting things, you know? I feel like when you start a business, honestly, one thing that, I, like, I do think you're, you're a person, you're the type of person who's willing to take risks, right? If you're starting uh -huh. a business and you're depending on yourself to pay yourself, basically. Know yeah. that if you work, you're going to get paid. And yeah. um, for some reason, I usually connect these two together. Like, I feel like I need <laughs> something more thrilling to get me, like, excited about something. So I, oh, wow. I recently started, I recently started uh, taking classes to become a skydiver. And wow. then, uh, if you're asking about the helicopter, my goal is to eventually be able to jump out of the, uh, out of a helicopter. But uh, in order to do that, <laughs> I, the requirement is to have 200 jumps. So I, I'm still a long way. Like I only have six jumps or seven jumps in so far. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really great story. Yeah, no, I noticed the uh, the helicopter and it leaves like really good uh, video clips for sure. And uh, oh, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. No, that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other thing that I was curious about, because that was a way that I that I ended up uh, catching you online, which was through uh, Scott Hilsey's uh, story when he had that meetup in LA. Right. Um, what was the story behind uh, meeting Scott and connecting with him? Well, Scott Hilsey, is, he's my good friend, I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, we, we met online and then we talked about dropshipping. We talked about businesses, videos and everything. And it happens that we both, like I'm moving back to LA and he's going to be at some point moving back to LA too. So it's kind of nice to have friends, you know, who are on the same page and doing the same thing. They're motivated. They're around you. Yeah. You know, they motivate you. So he's a, he's like one of a, one of a good people. Like he's a, he's very genuine and nice. I would assume totally. so because I don't, I don't like that many people in the, in the space, <laughs> but he's one of the people that I would say he's very genuine and nice. And he actually like puts effort into helping people out and then expect nothing. Yeah. Really great dude. And I, yeah. and I, I caught, yeah, I caught that story where you guys had the meetup and he, he was a guest on, on the show as well oh, you know, nice. towards the beginning of the year. And, right. uh, yeah, he, he's one person that's been keeping it real uh, the whole time, which is awesome. Right. And the the YouTube video that you guys did, 
uh that 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 was pretty awesome too you guys just kind of sit together <laughs> right. Actually, this, describe the, for the audience like uh how did you guys play it out like the the gunshot thing or or whatever wait which one what, he, what, what what is it he, he had like an audio oh. of like gun the beginning wasn't yeah. it so cool i even told him i'm like this is the most legit intro i've ever seen and he was laughing he did a, such a, he did such a good job in the beginning of yeah. the video <laughs> yeah yeah no it was great so yeah we, we met up we made a video and then hopefully there's more video to come i'll be yeah, be, yeah. so oh, the that's goal awesome is, yeah the goal is when i mean i eventually when i move back to la we we're gonna be making more videos that's awesome yeah yeah they're running and ducking and then the uh i was just like oh man that is so great yeah so for the audience <laughs> We're trying to describe it and it's audio, but I'd say, you know, go, go check it out on YouTube and I'm not sure. And actually let's even talk about your YouTube channel. Uh, right. Do you have that video on, on your, uh, on your channel as well? I don't have the same video, but, but we're going to make a video interviewing him once yeah. I hit 10,000 on YouTube. So that's the goal. So the goal. Awesome. if you want to, if you want to see that video, just go and subscribe to my YouTube. <laughs> 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 awesome for sure it's definitely one to look out for and uh yeah you know for the audience let me let me just kind of mention because uh in doing the research on, on nas she's been dropping some real value on on youtube um a lot of great tips you know how you're running your business with with the visuals to to, to go along with it which has been really great um right. one that one video that stands out which you know maybe we could talk about you did right. one recently that was like the what to do when finding a winning product and uh and scaling do you think right. you could talk a little bit about that so are you talking about the last video right that i posted yeah oh yeah so this is like before you scale uh there are a couple of things people always like again i i get a lot of questions that uh people ask oh i got five sales i got 10 sales can i scale can i scale this uh first of all not all products are scalable you might even get 20 30 sales but if it's not consistently profitable, I would not try to scale that. But uh, what I would scale is if something is getting consistent sales, is profitable, and uh, you're getting good clicks, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I would do, I, I go ahead and uh, basically duplicate those to bigger budgets. There are different ways of scaling. Again, like I have, I do scale things differently based on the ROAS, what, are the, what, are, what is the ROAS on the ad set or how much profit is it making? It, honestly, yeah. every product is different from the other. So I can't, I can never tell someone to do something. I hate doing this because everything, like every product is different. Every ad set is different. Every pixel is different from the other one. But I, yeah. I kind of made a general, general video of, yeah, if it's profitable, if it's consistent, then you can go yeah. ahead and assume that it, you can scale that product. Which is really good. I mean, those are some of the general, you know, guidelines or, or principles to follow. And, right. you know, just, just like you said, you know, each one would be slightly different, but you want to look for those kind of benchmarks that that's going to give you an idea that, you know, hey, this is probably worth scaling. Right, and, right, and, exactly. And you laid it out. Yeah, you laid it out really great for sure. Right. <laughs> and uh one other video that actually caught my eye too which i thought was really cool is uh and this is probably you know a good uh number of people running into is those that are getting sales but uh -huh. it's not profitable and you did a video on that uh can you talk a little bit about that uh, let me see which one it was but i can talk about if you're getting sales but if it's not profitable um, yeah there, yeah i mean there are a couple of things you could do one thing i first look into to see sometimes they people price their product too low and then uh, if you if the price of product is too low and then facebook ads, ads are getting expensive honestly i feel like three years ago or two and a half years ago around the time that when i started i could get really 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 cheap cost per purchase with facebook and uh -huh. now i feel like every you know every year is just getting a little bit more expensive which is not a big deal still you can make a lot of money but you just got to be like smart with pricing your items. Right. So yeah. like I have kind of a formula when you're pricing your item at least like $20 more than, uh, the, what your, the price that you're getting from AliExpress or your supplier or whatever that you're working just yeah. in my head, I assume, let's say, let's go on a higher, higher end. Let's say your cost per purchase is $10 and then you want to have at least $10 in profit. And then, 
that's not counting, let's say the transaction fees and everything else that is com comes into it. So I feel like a lot of people actually price their items lower than they should. So that's like Good one point. thing that you could do, or you could increase your order average value by having upsells, post-purchase upsells, um, there are different ways, honestly, too. You can make it more profitable. Really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think most people don't even think about that, which is, you know, stuff leading in the back end, the, the upsells. And just like you touched on that uh, average order value, just like increasing that can increase your profitability, which is, oh, yeah. which is really good. And, and I think even in, in the video you touched on, even adjusting the ad creative. Uh, remember, oh, you yeah. saw, like testing the thumbnails, stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, thumbnails, videos, like I had products. I usually have uh, two, three videos when I'm testing one product. You don't have to do it when you're getting started. I do it just because honestly, I have nothing better to do. So I go ahead and <laughs> test everything. <laughs> and, uh, and I have a video editor and he makes the videos in literally 10 minutes. So like, I don't have to worry about it if you don't have that, you know, like in the beginning when you get started, you don't have the skill to make videos right away or make great videos so you don't have to spend that much time as long as you're consistent you're good but anyways uh you uh, you gotta test with everything so i had a product uh actually talked about it on my, one of my videos so uh, it's out there it's it was a ear uh endoscope that i scaled um it that one oh yeah three, yeah yeah i had three videos <laughs> for that and i it's funny i think in less than two weeks i got about seventy-three thousand in sales on that uh, and it was, that one was 46% wow. in profit, which was crazy. That was like one of my most, like I still, I'm still sad about the fact that I got shut down because I never had 46% profit in a, in a dropshipping product. Wow. Anyhow, and uh, yeah, and a really <laughs> low, low refund. I probably had like two, three people just asking for refunds, which is, which is great for that much, that, how much we sold. Uh, what do you got to do? You want to have like, for, for example, for that one, I had three videos and then two of the videos, like right away they were not good they were not performing and i think and one of the videos started like crushing it from the beginning just getting sales wow. after sales like two dollars cost per purchase it was crazy so yeah videos wow. make a huge difference and then thumbnail the same thing i had another product that i i tested multiple thumbnails and then one one would uh, perform so much better because i actually wouldn't think that would make a difference just because yeah. when you're on facebook the video starts playing right away and then I never thought, or is it Facebook or Instagram? I'm not sure. One of those. And either then, one, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, either one, I think. And then I never thought that would be a big deal, but apparently it is. Or somehow with Facebook algorithm, it makes a, it makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that type of engagement, right? So like, you know, bringing that cost down because it's, yeah. uh, because it's more engaging yes. and uh, really great point. I'm glad, I'm glad that you touched on that. And, and they didn't mention it in the video, so I'd say for the audience, go check out her video because she like fully, you know, laid it out. Like if you're if you're getting sales not profitable, there's different things that you can do right. to make make adjustments. And yes, I really like the fact that that you've been hammering on in, on testing, and it's really yes. becoming a master of testing at yes. all different core aspects of your dropshipping business, right. which is just so awesome. Maybe even talk a little bit about that, like, you know, having the, the importance and the mindset of testing. Honestly, testing is everything. It's not only with dropshipping in any business. Like, anything that you do, you got to test a lot of different things. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about how important it is. And uh, yeah. even me right now, like, there's still going to be times, like, even when you're a pro, when you're do you've been doing this for a while, there's still going to be time I'm like, why is this not working? I need to change this. I'm, even sometimes I myself get stuck with my own waves and I'm like, I need to change something. Like I, I know this is not the right way of doing it. And I feel like a lot of people get fixate, like they get fixed on something that they try to just do one thing or just stuck on one product that is not working. So like testing mm -hmm. is very important. Test everything, test different products, test different <laughs> creatives, test even new pixel. I, I, that's another thing that I do. I, I have wow. maybe 45 ad accounts. I always talk about it. People joke about joke about this with me. I have a lot of ad accounts just wow. because I sometimes a product that would perform good in one pixel, it wouldn't do with an, on another one. And really? that's another wow. reason. Oh that's yeah, hundred percent. Well, why do you think people go and try <laughs> to find other people's winning product and then they test it and it doesn't perform? That's why because something that is win winner a winner in another pixel, it would not be a winner on yours. 
So you got to find your own product. <laughs> wow, really good tip there. So hopefully the audience caught on that. Wow, even testing at the pixel level, that's great. <laughs> that's a really great tip for sure. Well, I guess and, like, not everybody needs to do that. I just don't have a life, so I test everything. <laughs> It's so awesome. Well, hey, it's paying off for you for sure. I mean, you're, you're absolutely <laughs> crushing it and and putting it into a system, uh, which which is really great. You know, right. one of the things that that came to mind as as you were just talking there, which is that you know, since you've been drop shipping over the past few years, and along with with testing, like like you said, even even yourself figuring out how things work because things evolve. I mean, now it seems like things are changing. Now it seems like even almost every other month that's, you know, something's changing, oh, yeah. um, especially with the way people are preparing for CBO, things like that. So maybe, you know, even describe like how, is, how has dropshipping evolved and changed over the past few years? I mean, things are always going to be changing, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, if you, uh, a lot of people, again, think it's too late to get into dropshipping. But the thing mm. is, people have been drop shipping since I was born, probably. They would just do it differently. It, yeah. It's funny. I actually met someone well, who was. I've been doing it since the dot com boom. And that's uh, close no to way. 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's they're... crazy. <laughs> so, is it true that I, that's what I heard? I heard that people would advertise on TVs or like in the magazines and stuff. Is that how it so... was? So, yeah, I mean, I, I was dropping, you know, this was when Google was just, you know, starting and. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amazon was just selling, you know, books and, yeah. um, but, uh, for me, so, so the thing was, you know, I'm, I'm a techie, so I've been a developer at my own tech company, but, uh, I've been around since then, but also in the online business space, you know, proving out what works, but my first drop shipping business was a site called upscale cigars. So I, oh. I had to, there's no, there was no, this was even before Yahoo store, which was one of Got the it. first online store platforms. So I coded my own e-commerce platform and, and automated it from, you know, front to back and had, you know, drop shipping arrangements with uh, the manufacturers. So the Don Diego's Cohibas. This was before there was legal oh, regulations insane. about sale right. of tobacco products. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, <laughs> you were so you were selling cigars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how early it was. So like a way to picture it is almost like uh, the way cryptocurrency came out and people and the and government's trying to catch up and regulate it. So this right. was before there was like that type of regulation. So right. in drop shipping that and yeah, I mean, you know, people, you know, I made the site look high end, you know, like that's why I called it upscaled cigars and you know, high end, you know, rich white guy smoking or sexy woman smoking. Right. And right. Uh, they weren't just buying a single cigar, they're buying a case of cigars. And that's uh, crazy. It was selling quite a bit, even up to the point that, you know, I think there's like a $1,500 order from Beverly Hills because they were oh, just buying wow. a bunch. And uh, that, that, that was the transaction that, that raised the flag for my internet merchant that said, um, we don't process sales of tobacco products. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, when they, did this happen? This was, it was probably the beginning of 2000. Yeah. Okay, got uh, it. So you were still running it for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Wait, where, where, where were you dropshipping from? This is so interesting. So, so there's actually a, a, a platform that was called Worldwide Brands. I don't know if you heard of that before. No. Um, no. So even, even for the audience, this was basically a directory and this is a good tip for for the audience too you know nowadays everyone's just jumps right to aliexpress but worldwide brands was the first you know drop shipping directory that connected uh you even find u.s manufacturer suppliers that are willing to do drop shipping Interesting. and it's all vetted out for you and so basically it's meant to connect uh you know retailers or drop shippers to the actual vetted suppliers uh, these that suppliers are, are vetted in there and it still exists to this day most people don't know about it you have to pay to be a part of it it's just it's like a one-time fee um uh -huh. i i paid for it way back then and i still God. have the membership you still today. have the membership that is insane <laughs> that's so well i might need that me that membership yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah. just kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is so insane so see like drops of being being around for it so since, long since yeah. Then, yeah and if you're looking to do drop shipping with with u.s suppliers and manufacturers which is very yeah. profitable 
Very. Um, that's that's one of the best sources to use. It's a huge directory. That's um, amazing. Yeah, we'll we'll leave that in the show notes as well. But yeah, right. Most that's people amazing. don't know about that. That's so <laughs> cool. I didn't even know about it. But yeah, I can't say that's how dropshipping can be changing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so that's why I say you know most of the younger next gen they think dropshipping's been around since Shopify, and I'm just like, oh no, man, it's been around since the dot com boom, beginning of e-commerce uh, for sure. And uh, for me, like uh, I did it to prove out that it works. I had my technology company that was both blowing up and I did other forms of online business too. And um, uh, even up to this point, it's kind of the reason why I do Tech Money Talks to kind of, you know, show and highlight what's working and what's real. Um, because on the surface, you know, kind of like what you hinted in the beginning, like, you know, people hear these crazy numbers, and they just can't believe these type of numbers. And they think it's a get rich quick scheme and the scam and, uh, and it's just totally not that. I mean, it's, it's business, it's commerce. And if you treat it like a business, like the way you described through this episode, it's very rewarding. I mean, would you, would you say it's been rewarding for you? It is very rewarding. And honestly, <laughs> I, I totally agree. That's like one of my pet peeves when people, or like some people tell other people, oh yeah, just get into it. It's easy. It's this. I mean, it's easier than starting other business, a physical business. I would say that because you don't really need to change to get out of your house. Literally, yeah. you can build a business from your laptop, but <laughs> you still, I mean, you still need to put time in it. You have to put your full-time attention, full-time effort, full-time everything, and you still need to invest money into learning. And, and then yeah. again, another pet peeve is people thinking that, uh, they're losing money in the beginning. They're like, I just lost $1,000 or $2,000. But in my head, that, this is how I think. I'm like, no, you just spend that much money to learn what works learn. and what doesn't. Like yeah. we went, I don't know if you, did you go to four-year college? Yeah. So like average, <laughs> average person, I did too. Average person spent yeah. about 60, 70,000 in a four-year, four-year college, right? And then uh, the thing is they come out and they, they, get, a, they get a job that pays them $40,000. So if you like, that sounds more scammy to me than thinking that yeah. spending thousand, two thousand, learning about Facebook ads for internet marketing is losing money. That's like sixty thousand is losing money to me. Yeah, yeah, and that's oh, not totally. counting the interest. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there, and I think that's a whole other topic, really deep topic, you know, as far as you know, yeah. education. I get a lot of questions a lot, even you know, some of the other drop shippers. They're young and they're deciding whether or not they should stay in college. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm the, really don't want to answer, try to answer the question for them. Yes. Um, but, you know, people know, I mean, if, if you're, and maybe we can even talk about that as far as like self-education, like, you know, right. some of the other ones that are like really crushing it. I mean, I think yeah. they're going beyond what, what college is going to teach them because they're pushing themselves. Right. Self-education and stuff like that. Um, 100%. You, Maybe even talk about that. Like, what are you doing now to kind of keep your keep yourself uh, up up to speed on on the latest stuff? I mean, honestly, let's just be real. Nowadays, anything you want to learn, you can Google it, right? You can learn yeah. from YouTube or anything. Like, uh, for example, like uh, honestly, with college, I I, I do. Th I mean, if people have a purpose, they want to be something that requires college degree. Definitely, they should go for it, right? But yeah. if they, I feel like if they're lost, they don't know what to do then that's the time that they have to take a break and figure out what they actually want to do. Yeah, and uh, yeah. when it comes to self-education, I, I, I do think you can learn a lot of things online that doesn't like require you to go to college necessarily. Like I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm really bad with editing videos. I always, I always say that in my uh, YouTube videos too. I think in my <laughs> beginning YouTube videos, probably last year or something. So one day I committed, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to edit videos. Like I, I'm, I'm actually going to learn it. I, I'm so bad at this that, my business partner, who's really good at this, he consistently make fun of me. And then at least used to make fun of me. And then I dedicated about four or five days and sitting on my laptop, trying to take educational courses on Adobe Premiere to learn how to edit. Now I can edit better than my business partner who was making fun of me, who went to the college and then learned about all these things, techie stuff and editing and stuff. So honestly, yeah. I think you can learn anything you want like literally Googling it, you can find it. And then actually yeah. putting time into it and learn from, you know, from YouTube, from whatever material that you're looking for. Totally. And I mean, it's basically called that online education, which is kind of where it's going to. So, you know, most people get it on YouTube for free. And like we said, if you're looking into drop shipping, you know, check out Naz's uh, YouTube channel. But you know, even other aspects, like you said, you wanted to pick up a skill set in, in video editing, 
you'll probably find it on YouTube, but then you also find, you know, different courses that that'll oh, teach 100%. that yeah. for you. And for the cost, you know, you're maybe paying, you know, a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, but I mean that peanuts compared to like you wouldn't College go cost. pay for a full yeah, <laughs> a full four year degree, like you said, seventy thousand dollars and yeah. uh, you, you probably, you know, still didn't come out like an expert in premiere. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> seriously. I mean, I personally but, paid for a lot of courses and I think they were 100% worth it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been the trend for sure. So so hopefully for the audience, you caught on to that. You know, you can identify your, your strengths and your weaknesses. And if you're looking at improve on your weaknesses, you know, it's just as easy as identifying that course, having a mentor or something like that in, in that exactly. space where you want to grow and right. just, just kind of dive in, into there. That, that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of, of mentors, and I wanted to to touch on this because I'm uh, really glad to have you on the show. There's been a lot of women that have, uh, you know, hey, you know, how come you don't have more women on the show? And I was like, Aww. you know, I want to. And, uh, and, I, and then I tell them, hey, I hope you will be the next guest on the show when you start, you know, crushing it and drop shipping. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad that, that you're here, you know, absolutely crushing it and, you know, being a good example and role model for a lot of other women that are thinking or, you know, aspiring to get into e-commerce. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Honestly, I, it's just, I don't know what, what it is about e-commerce that a lot of men get into it, not a lot of uh, women, but honestly, I mean, it's, it has nothing to do with your gender, right? As long as you're yeah. focused, <laughs> you're committed, like you don't have to, um, like, there's not, it has yeah. nothing to do with your gender. You can get into it. You could, you could, if you work your, if you, if you work hard <laughs> enough, you'll be able to actually achieve whatever that you want. So yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with the gender. Right. And honestly, yeah. I kind of like to be, I work sales, which in sales, again, another male dominant industry. And I, uh -huh. again, I didn't get why is it that there are more men than women in that industry. And uh -huh. the funniest part is that it's, it's been proven that females are better closers than men are, or at least they close <laughs> a higher percentage, even though uh -huh. they're more distracted because females get distracted easily than men do. So I don't know what it is that more, I don't know if it's because they're fear, they fear that if they get into it, they're not going to be successful because there are a lot of men in there. But honestly, it has nothing to do with your gender. And honestly, that's like one of my goals. Yeah. I want to I wanna have more uh, women getting into dropshipping. Even though like right yeah. now my YouTube is like 90%. Like all the questions that I get are from guys. Like there's not that many <laughs> girls. They're like few, few, maybe few women that message me. They're like, oh, I always wanted to get into it. it just, I just wasn't sure if it's the right thing for me. So hopefully I can kind of get those people to fully commit to the business. And, and I think uh, you've been setting a great example for sure. And then, you know, hopefully, like I said, I had a lot of people, uh, you know, or a lot of women, you know, reach out and ask that, that question. That's what I was really excited to, to have you on, on the show here. And I think, you know, from this episode, you know, just like Nas said, I mean, uh, you know, don't let the fear stop you or, you know, don't let whatever's, you know, rolling in your head that, you know, I don't really know, but it's just like, you know, it's all about, you know, you know, taking action, testing, taking yes. the next step, you know, maybe think, maybe if you could touch on that, how would you encourage more women to get into e-commerce? I, I do think people, there, there are two types of people. There, there are people that feel uh, fear failures. And then there's also people that fear success. It's a funny thing, but actually it's a real thing. Um, <laughs> It's real. They actually yeah. think success can like take away certain things from them. And then I, mm. I would say like that, at least that's my experience. I honestly, I was a, I, I'm an immigrant, right? I, I was not born in America. So I, I had to, I lived different countries and then I was at, I, I was a, there was a point that I had nothing else to lose because I didn't know where I'm going to live next. And that's like when I was younger, when I was 13, 14, I didn't mm. know where I'm going to be next year. And then at that point I, I had nothing to lose. And then I feel like that kind of helped me now with thinking there's, there's nothing to lose. Like literally you have nothing to lose. If you yeah. start a business, if you really, really want to start a business, what is your fear? Like, what is it that is scaring you or stopping you from starting a business? So I, I feel like it's very individual thing. You have to identify uh, what is yeah. one thing that is stopping you. Is it your mom? Is it your husband? Is it, is it just fear of success? Is it fear of failure? Which goes all to those two things because they think if they become successful, for example, they, their husbands might leave them. Or if they fail, people may laugh at them, right? 
So mm. I think it's just like you got to identify what it is and why it's affecting you that way and kind of overcome that, you know? And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then at that point, like, honestly, with everybody else, there's nothing to lose. Even if you have a job and you're thinking, should I start? Do I want to spend this much money? But first ask yourself, how serious are you about this? Are, are you willing to commit your time? Let's say your time and your effort into this for a while to be successful long-term. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, so that's what I think it is. I think people just very shouldn't well fear anything. Yeah. yeah, very well said and great, great advice for sure. That that was really great advice. Uh, that, that's really awesome. Yeah, and, sorry and, for talking uh, longer than I should. <laughs> no, 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 that was great. You know, I, you know what I wanted to touch on? I wanted to yes. uh, give the other, what's the best way for uh, for people to follow you? Uh, we talked about YouTube. So on YouTube, if you go on YouTube, just type in Nazarati, it would come up. You probably know there's only one girl. And there's a, <laughs> there's another guy that's not me or that's me before I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's just the girl. That's just me. And uh, yeah, it should come up uh, easily. And then it's the same thing on uh, Instagram, but there's a K at the end because someone took my username. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You got to get that one back. I know. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave that uh, in the show notes for sure. And I, I want to uh, give some exposure on on this latest stuff that that you got that you're working on. Right. I did catch that you had uh, a course that was called the Ecom Playbook. I was yes, wondering if you could talk me. a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, when I started making this course, that's what I'm gonna like basically talk about is when I started this course, my goal was not to make another course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just not yeah. another course that is out there or this. So my, my commitment, first of all, is it's cheaper than a lot of courses out there. But then my goal was to keep this updated as often as I can. So this course specifically, awesome. which I don't think anybody goes as deep as my course. I go into Facebook testing and scaling. So literally 80%, I just cut all the That's bullshit. That's the majority, there's yeah. No, like, yeah. There's no like basic stuff or <laughs> things that you can find on YouTube you won't find on my course. That's what I'm going to say. So yeah, the basic awesome. stuff that you find on YouTube, you won't find it there. But what I include in my course is basically A to Z for Facebook advertising, how to test, how to set up the things that you never probably know that exist that you could find on my, on my course. So like basically, uh, like one of the things that I'm going to tell you is that you could have two business managers for each uh, Facebook account and each business manager can have at least five ad accounts to start with. So if, if you get shut down, you have another one. These are like little things that most people actually don't know this. And uh, this is like yeah. one of the hundred things that I have in my course that I <laughs> like basically people don't know about. So my goal was just to have like step-by-step -step guide that you could follow, like specifically with Facebook ads. Like I said, most yeah. of my course is focused on how to run Facebook ads, how to get traffic to your dropshipping business and all that. And similar to the way that you're operating your business. Yes. And exactly. And the thing is, I updated every two to three weeks. So anything that I learned, wow. yeah, mm -hmm. I, I try to update it all the time. So like, for example, I learned how to uh, video edit because I was trying to get my editor to make a video. But then I'm like, no, you know, I want to do something that I would do. So mm -hmm. I learned how to video edit and I included it in my course or like little things. <laughs> I have new suppliers. So I have a list of my suppliers also in my course just for people to use my personal that's, suppliers that I use. Yeah. And I have really a list awesome. in there. So yeah, everything that you can't find out there, I'll put it in there and I, it's updated all the time. So it's one time you get into, but you have access for the rest of this drop shipping journey or until yeah. I'm, I'm alive basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And I hope the audience caught that because you know, it's not like yet another course because, you know, most of the other courses out there, you know, 90% of them are all covering 90% of the same thing. Yes. And what Naz just, you know, talked about was, it's kind of like the 80-20 rule, you know, so yes. that, that core 20% that's bringing in 80% of the value that yes. uh, is just like, uh, that's where you're, you're focused on and keeping it up to date, man, that's really yep. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's what's important. And I think a lot of courses don't do that. Uh, Facebook changes literally every couple of weeks. So I'm not going to sell something that is not going to be beneficial for you next month or a month after, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, really good so, stuff. Yeah. Anything else that, that you're currently working on that you want to give exposure for? Well, what else do Any I have? Any mentorship? I, uh, I do mentorship, but it's very limited just because I don't uh, want to be, like, I want to focus on the people. I have a couple people right now in my mentorship, yeah. and it's, I just try to focus on time. their success. Yeah. <laughs> it's very time consuming, very time consuming, because I, I, like I said, when I yeah. do something, I, I like to do it 150%. I don't want to just yeah. be like, oh, get in. I can help you when I can't or I don't have the time to do so. So, yeah, yeah but currently I have, uh, I have a assistant coach that he's also doing. Uh, he, well, he's been doing basically uh, seven figures. So he's, he's helping me with coaching and all that. So it's, it's kind of nice to have someone. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So like he's doing a lot of calls for me and helping, you know, students and everything. So that's nice. But uh, yeah, but it's very limited. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know <laughs> when I, when it opens up again. A lot of great value. And uh, hopefully the audience is catching on to this. I mean, she's committed to her business and then, you know, for her students and things like that, he's committed to keeping it up to date and delivering value and quality, which is just really great, man. So awesome. Well, I mean, you dropped a lot of great tips and value uh, today. I really want to thank you for your time. And, uh, oh, I just wanted to, to ask you, I just remembered, is yes. it okay to follow up with you later in the year to see how things are going? Bring of you course. back on the show. Of course. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's see if we can. So the goal is for next time to hit forty thousand a day. So that's my that'll goal. Be Maybe I can awesome. get back on when I hit my forty thousand. <laughs> that'll be a great thing to talk about for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, this is great stuff. And as we come to a wrap here, I want to give you a chance to uh, leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. If you really, really want to do something and you've been thinking about it and it's been in your head, you just got to go for it. Don't overthink things. And the more you overthink it, the more you give yourself time to not do it. So if you really, if you've been thinking about something, you just got to go for it and then make it happen. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get stuck in overanalyzing things and overthinking yes. it without taking the first step. Yeah. Take action, folks. Everybody's, you got to take action. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's trying to like, yeah, the right time, the right time, the right time doesn't exist. The only yeah. way that you're going to be prepared to run a business is by actually running the business. Yeah. <laughs> Even people that have been running a business uh, for 30 years, they still don't know what they're doing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> really great stuff. Well, thank you for your time, Nas, and uh, have a good day. Well, thanks for having me. You too. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.